Are you living your best life as a salesperson or entrepreneur? Or do you find you're working all the time on this hamster wheel of life while stressed out and not financially free, which is the exact opposite of what you had signed up for, especially now in this global pandemic? If this is you, you are not alone. I found myself there in 2008 when I lost everything, including my health, and had to pivot working from home for the first time with no money. I rebuilt my life from scratch, juggling motherhood and marriage to get my life back and be recession and pandemic proof today. Now we live laptop lifestyles with our kids and are poised to travel the world together. How did we do it? Join me as I share my health and wealth and wisdom secrets, tips, tools, and expert interviews to equip you to be recession proof and live your best life. My name is Lois Kofi, and this is Healthy and Wealthy and Wise. Well, all right, all right, all right, and happy Friday, guys. Happy December. Oh my gosh, I'm Coach Lois, your host of the Healthy and Wealthy and Wise podcast show, and it feels weird. I feel like I've missed you guys for a month, but it's only been two weeks since my last podcast. I did take some time off for Thanksgiving and just uh, kind of going into hibernation mode. Uh, However, we're back and we have an amazing interview today with Linda Sunshine West, and we have some really powerful, powerful inspirational messages this month. So um, stay tuned or go to my website at healthyandwealthyandwise.com to learn about all of our amazing transformational guests who are here to help you, the business owner, entrepreneur, to live your best life, be your best version of yourself, having your best health, your best wealth, and your best wisdom. So Linda, you've been here a few times. I know I've had you at least twice. You were a part of my um, my launch. Uh, you've been a part of my community um, everyone who knows you loves you. So I'm so excited to have you back because 2021 was kind of a big year for you. And I'm excited that now I was a part of this, that you launched this award-winning international best-selling, the fearless entrepreneurs, and you're the founder and CEO of women action takers publishing. So that's new since we last talked. So you got to update us, you know, for those who don't know you very well, maybe share a little bit about your background and just even what you're up to these days. Hi, Lois. Yeah, thanks for having me. I, I'm always um, blessed to be around you in your presence. You know, I met Lois at uh, a networking event probably about two and a half years ago or so in person before COVID and just loved your, your personality and love what you're all about. The, the confidence that you exude, you know, rubs off on others. So if you get a chance to hang out with Lois, please do so because that will be a great time for you for sure. And for Lois too, of course. <laughs> But you know, who who am I? What am I all about? It's been an interesting year. Like you said, you know, 2021 has really been a great growth year for me. You know, I started my entrepreneurial journey back in uh, the end of 2014, like uh, December of 2014. And I've spent the last seven years just kind of like flailing around and like, what am I going to do? How, you know, how am I going to make any money? And it really took me a while to hone in on that. And I hate to, I don't want to say it took a long time because for somebody else, it could be 10, 15 years, you know, so my seven years might be nothing compared to theirs. But it it was definitely a journey of learning, you know, who I am, what I'm all about, and how I serve others. And, you know, the Action Takers Publishing officially launched only two months ago. And, you know, I've been doing the publishing thing for about three and a half years now, and love it, but never thought of it as a business. 
mm. which, you know, cause I had imposter syndrome, right? Like, mm. uh, well, there's all these other companies out there like Hay House and all these big names out there and I could never compete with them. And then realize that that's my imposter syndrome getting in the way and that I need to just step back and say, you know what? I don't have to be as big as them, at least not to start. Mm. I just got to mm-hmm. start to start. Mm. Oh, you know, I I say this many times. I think you know that one of my favorite quotes from Zig Ziglar is you don't have to be great to start. However, you do got to start to yep. become great. And you um, you've done so much to to be where you are in the two and a half years that I've known you. I'm just like so proud of you and so honored to be a part of your universe. And what was it like to because you've had multiple bestsellers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, it's the first one was I was in somebody else's book and that was a New York Times bestselling book. And it's kind of funny because when I joined that book, it's called Footsteps of the Fearless. And the mm-hmm. reason it's called Footsteps of the Fearless is because you're taking people through a journey of fear and stepping through it. And at that time, I was facing a fear every single day, which I wrote a book called The Year of Fears. We're going to give away a free copy of that today. But the year of fears was about me breaking through a fear every single day for a year in 2015. Well, one of those fears that I had that was tremendous was putting my words on paper. And so when this opportunity came for me to be part of a collaboration book, I I said, yes, I'm in. You know, I raised my hand and I'm like, I'm in. And when we uh, got that book published, I was scared to share it. So here I was talking about footsteps of the fearless, but I was scared to share because Mm. the first time my words were in a book, not just on Facebook, not just on LinkedIn, but in an actual book. And it was really awesome though. Great, great experience. I think that's so cool because I think a lot of us have have this creative something inside of us and we get so busy going through the motions. I know my husband, a great example, he just started painting this year and, uh, you know, he's an engineer, you know, used to working numbers and spreadsheets and all of the things. Uh-huh. And he finally just started painting and oh my gosh, it, six months later, he's just like channeling Michelangelo. He's doing it every day. He's a completely different person. And I was so inspired by that. I'm actually going to start writing again. And and maybe you can talk about how, and you hear this, they say journal every day because it's cathartic, it's healing. Uh, but there's a lot of people out there, Linda, that are scared to share their story. They're scared to start because of what it might do to change them. However, yeah. What was your experience? How did it change you going through that process? First, I want to address your your husband, you know, going through this change. And what's interesting is I believe that, you know, sometimes at a young, young age, we're stuck in a box, right? So he was stuck in the engineering box and the spreadsheet box, right? And he didn't explore outside of that box because that was the box he was told he belonged in. And that's just my, I'm just like making this up because I don't know the story. But, you know, oftentimes we're put in that box. I was a legal secretary for 20 years and I was stuck in that that box of perfection and, and all of these different things, you know, and never, never did I um, color outside of the lines. You know, I was not a color outside of the line kind of person until, you know, 51 at age 51, I ended up hiring a life coach and she helped me to see that I have creativity inside of me. Because mm-hmm. I, I always said, my whole life, Lois, I said, I am not creative. I am not creative. And people who look at me now, they're like, uh, yes, you are. And, but, you know, I just never, 
I never explored it because that wasn't who I was. That mm. who wasn't who I was supposed to be. And that was what I believed. And so it's interesting, you know, once I started this journey of, of writing stories, writing my own story, putting it on paper and, and putting it out there. Um, when I wrote The Year of Fears, which was in 2016, and I published that book out there, I didn't publicize it much because, again, it was my story. And who who wants to read my story? You know, no. But And this um, mm. woman... I, I was attending an event. There were about 300 people there. And this woman comes running across from the other side of the room, yelling out my name. Linda Sunshine. Linda Sunshine. She's like, I got your book. I read the first 14 pages and I already broke through five fears. It was in that moment that I realized the power of our story. A story that I didn't think would have any value, wouldn't impact anybody who would read my story. did have an impact. I've only impacted that one person's life, definitely the, you know, the ripple effect from her to her children and, and that, mm. you know, that will help other people. And so our stories have a lot of power and, mm. you know, it's just, it's time for us to start sharing them and putting them on paper and, and pushing it out there. Yeah. You know, I, we'll, we'll get to the publishing company in a second, because I want to talk about that and all the exciting stuff you have coming up, but I, you know, the pandemic shocked me just broke me i was yes. so so devastated and having to start all over and it was where do you begin i just began at the beginning i shared my story i was authentic with people with my podcast and sometimes people might think well you're oversharing but what i discovered was the more i shared the more people connected to me because of my vulnerability because of me being authentic and i think a book and your experience, what you talked about, I really want to edify this and make sure people understand. You took a day, I mean, every day, you took a fear every day, and you did something that scared you. Again, Eleanor Roosevelt quote, you know, do one thing every day that scares you, and it transformed you at 51. I mean, some people might say, eh, midlife crisis, my life is over, you know, I've heard it. <laughs> but but you went for it, and, and, and you took action women action takers publishing so many people they see fear they see change and it's too scary so that's why they also stay in that box would you agree yeah definitely definitely fear is debilitating and it'll stop us from living our lives and that was one thing i you know by facing a fear every single day you know breaking through it i i got accustomed to fear and breaking through it and what's cool is that now now i do things because i'm scared because I realized after a whole year of doing it every single day, the results I got on the other side of fear were always something good. Whether it was a failure or not, I mm. learned from it, I grew from it, and I became a stronger person from it. So if that's the result I'm going to get every time I break through fear, why am I not breaking through fears, you know? So I break through fears because I'm scared. And there was something you mentioned about, you know, sharing your story, oversharing, you know, you know, people have their own opinions about what oversharing is, but if our oversharing can help somebody to change their lives, then, you know, if, if we're willing to do it, I really think we have to do it. It's our job and duty to do it. But I came up with the saying, um, again, in 2015 is when I faced that fear every single day, a different fear every day. And I came up with this saying because I realized that it was in my vulnerability, me sharing myself with the world from these very vulnerable states, that it was through my vulnerability is where I made my greatest connections with people, like you mentioned. Mm -hmm. And I came up with a saying, and that is to be brave and share your weaknesses 
for in your weaknesses, others see your strengths because Mm. it's through your vulnerable moments that can seem or feel weak, yet other people on the other side, when they see you share those weak times in your life, they're like, whoa, you're so brave to share that. So really it's brave to be Mm. vulnerable and it's Mm. really, really awesome, you know, and life-changing for others and as, as well as yourself, because you will grow through that. You will grow. And I believe that when we share our stories, especially from a deep place, that that's when we make our greatest healing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because people are, we're, we're born to be connected and we're born to have community. And that's what brings us together is understanding that we're not alone. Yeah. We're not alone in this uh, sometimes seemingly big, bad world. Hey, I want to give a shout out to Elizabeth. Uh, she's in Southern California desert. She's my my uh, jewelry, amazing jewelry nice. maker. Just want to give a shout out. And she actually said, where is it? Oh, she's currently writing a book. So I want to share that she's writing a book. And Linda, I don't think I told you this. This month, I'm going to take a bunch of time off so that I can create space and time to start writing my next book. So, so tell us, how does someone, you know, go about maybe if you have any quick tips on, because we only have so much time about starting to write a book and then how do they get to that publishing point? So take it away. Okay. Well, first about, you know, writing the book, what do you want to write about and why? It's really to think about why, what, what do you want to get out of it? You know, Lois and I are really big on setting an intention, right? Before you go into any project, like set an intention know what you want to get out of it. And if it's that you, you know, you want to sell it and make a lot of money, you know, then, then you got to find somebody who's going to be able to help you to get to that point. And I know Lois helps people, you know, set up um, systems and these things that, you know, can help you to get to that point. Uh, but you got to know what you want out of it. If you're doing it just because you want to share your story, awesome, go do it. Awesome, go do it, right? If you're doing it for a business reason, again, know what it is that you want out of that. There's so many different things I couldn't even possibly cover any of them right now because there's so many different reasons why people write a book. But I will share this, that a book is the absolute best business card you could ever have. Why? Because if you think about, first of all, exchanging business cards, today we don't really get out much you know, in person, but even if you do and you get out in person, you exchange business cards, or let's say you put somebody into your contacts in your phone, you know, that's it. Like you forget about them. Because, Mm -hmm. well, the business cards, I don't know about you, but I had a bag of like, I counted them. There were like 1,500 business cards in my bag, not even in my contact database, you know, not even there. But a a book, when somebody has your book, they will read it, first of all. So they're tactilely um, taking, you know, contacting you because they're reading through your book. And then they either they'll put it on their shelf or they will put it on a desk. Maybe, maybe they'll put it on, you know, on a desk or uh, on a, on a, a bench or whatever. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I said bench, but, or, or they may give it to somebody else. So now your book is traveling around. It's not being thrown in a garbage can. It's not being put in a little bag, but you know, it's, it's out there. And your story will change people's lives. It really will, as long as you share it out there with the world. So getting to the publishing part, you know, you gotta you gotta write your story again, know why you're doing it, and what process are you gonna go through? I'm in the process right now of writing a book called How to Write and Publish Your Book in 28 Days or Less. And I'm super excited to get that one done. Now I have to block out my 28 days. So that's the first thing like Lois is doing. She's blocking out time. <laughs> got to block out time. I haven't even blocked out my 28 days yet to write my 28 day book. 
I got to do that. I just, I have the, the idea in my head, right? Mm -hmm. so, but to get it onto paper means I need to structure my days in a way that I can actually write. Otherwise, it's never going to get written. So really creating that process. And then when you're ready to get to the publishing part, you got to think about, I need a book cover designed. Where am I going to get it designed? Is it going to look good? You want to make sure you use good quality. You know, that, that people, when they see it, they're like, whoa, I got to look further. I got to look mm. further. And then um, getting the formatting of the book done, making sure you get the right people to help you format that book. You can go on Fiverr and find people but you know, you never know, you might be stabbing in the dark and finding the wrong people. So, um, and there's formatting, um, formatting formats that must be followed. And I would recommend going to, I'll give you a website, Ingram Spark, it's I-N-G-R-A-M-S-P-A-R-K.com okay. and go to Ingram Spark, check it out. It, it talks about all of this stuff and you can find out how to do it there. They are, um, instead of publishing on amazon.com, I recommend going through Ingram Spark to publish if you're going to self-publish because it will go out to 40,000 retailers, whereas Amazon, it goes out to Amazon. So if you do oh. through Ingram Spark, it goes to Amazon and 40,000 you know, 40, retailers. So, oh. And it's only $45. It's really well worth it. Wow. You need, need to make sure you get that ISBN number on your book so that you can sell it. And then having the barcode on the back of the book so you can sell it. So there's a lot of little little things that you need to make sure that you follow. But, um, you know, we're here to help people if they want to publish their book. We will publish mm -hmm. solo books. We also do collaboration books like the book uh, Lois mentioned earlier, The Fearless Entrepreneurs. That is a collaboration book with 28 authors in it. And so we do collaboration books. And if you want to put together your own collaboration book, we will do that work for you as well. So that's how we help other people. I love it. I love it. And of course, guys, if you stay till the end, um, Linda has a free gift for you. And then you'll also know how to contact her. I, I also, since we're just over halfway, I want to remind you guys, this is the time to ask our guest questions. This is why I do this show live. Not many podcasts are live because they just want to have one-way communication. I'm kind of weird. I like a two-way conversation and not just with my guests, but also with you, my tribe, my community here in Healthy and Wealthy and Wise. So comment below with your questions and hit the share button. There's a lot of people who are starting to reflect on 2021 and thinking, okay, what do I want to do be, do, or have different in 2022. That's how, Linda, full disclosure, you know, I've started slowing down. I'm writing my sales and marketing plan for 2022 and thinking of my new lead generation tools, right? And you already said a book is the best digital or best business card, right? And so now I'm finally, after doing a podcast, email list, all of the things, I'm ready, right? I'm ready to do this thing called create a book and put it out there to the world. Um, so if, if people are thinking, you know, how long will it take you? Well, you already answered that question, right? 28 days. Um, when you say 28 days, how much time are you allotting per day to write this book? It depends on what your book is and what your purpose is. So when I wrote the year of fears, I wrote it in seven days using a system that I create that I um, well, I heard about it, but I modified it for me, you know, so that system is something that helped me to write that book in 28 in, in seven days. And then I published it seven days later. 
actually mm-hmm. wrote and published in 14 days. And I thought, you know, I'll give people double, you know, so that's really what I'm doing. And so those seven days, my writing time, uh, that book is a little less than a hundred pages. So that's okay. an important piece. So if you think you break down how many pages do you want your book to have, I will share that in order for you to have, you know, the spine on your book with some words on it, you have to have a hundred pages or more. So that's an important piece, right? So if you, um, for example, if you know you want to have that spine, you need to have a hundred pages and you say okay. hundred pages divided by seven days equals this many pages a day. And then how long does it take me to write that many pages a day? So you just have to do the math to figure out how much time you need to spend on that. And then after I wrote it, then I did some, I hired a proofreader editor to go through it. It took them two days to edit my book, get that back to me. And then again, I published it, you know, by seven days, like I had to get the cover designed and stuff. So really it's just knowing the system and I'll share that with your viewers or your listeners, Lois, if you'd like, um, I think we have time. We had time for that. Yeah, if, if you want. I don't see any questions yet. Again, guys, this is your best time to ask Linda questions because we're wrapping up here in 10 minutes. So go, yeah, feel free. Take notes, guys. Okay, so let's say um, let's say your topic is healthy, wealthy, and wise because that's where we are today, right? So <laughs> we, we've got three categories. You can maybe write a book called, I'll just use that as an example, a book called Healthy and Wealthy and Wise. And then you could have, that would have like three sections, right? A healthy section, mm-hmm. the wealthy section, the wise section. Then you can break each of those sections down or let's call them parts, the three different parts to this book. Now you break those three different parts down into uh, chapters based on that. So let's say you're like, okay, in the healthy area, I wanna have three chapters. In the wealthy, three chapters. In the wise, three chapters. Now you've got nine chapters. So what does this mean? 100 pages divided by nine chapters, I need to have 11 pages per chapter. So now you're, again, we're doing some math here, right? So now we say, I'm gonna have three chapters and in each of those three chapters, I'm gonna have three sub chapters as an example. So now each, um, each part, healthy, has nine sub chapters, right? Wealthy, nine, and wise, nine. So each of them mm-hmm. has nine. Now you've titled all of these subchapters. So what I do is when I'm in, here's a thing that's challenging for people when they're writing, coming up with that inspiration to start writing. Now that you've titled your subchapters, your subtitles, you can go through in any given day, like so let's say tomorrow, you're like, oh, man, I really feel like talking about wisdom, you know, because I really, I, I met somebody really amazing today and they really inspired me to write about wisdom. So go into mm-hmm. your wisdom part, you have nine subchapters, mm-hmm. pick one of those subchapters and just write. And if you think about that, you've got nine subchapters. That means like a page and a half mm. per subchapter mm. in order to get the book done. So it's just a math, mathematical way to get started. And I, I, what I did is I used Google Docs and I used the Google Dictate. So I actually dictated my book and it, it translated right there on the page. Mm. So it was using my voice in order to, you know, to become the book instead of me. I don't know about you, but when I type, I type like a legal secretary. I was a legal secretary for 20 years, but I don't talk like a legal secretary. (laughs) So I just dictated my book and there it was. Wow. Wow. 
Wow, wow, wow. Because I, I didn't even think about that. I, I don't even know what it means by typing like a legal secretary. Can you explain? What does that mean? Boring. Oh. <laughs> well, you, you make... I love that. Thank you for clarifying that. Because I thought maybe it just means she's really slow. I don't know. Um because really I type, I type really fast, but um, that's that's awesome. I love that. I love what you did. Is exactly what I do, even with my sales and marketing plans and my podcast. I reversed engineered what was my end goal, and then you break it down. And thanks, Linda. You just gave me an idea for a second book with what oh, you just gosh. shared. So I, I love love you for that. So awesome. I'll have to talk to you about that one too. So we have we have some questions coming in now. Are, okay. Do you want to continue sharing your system though? Did I interrupt you? That is the that is the the system for getting your book down on paper. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I love the dictation idea. Um, I think that's a, a great skill. I mean, YouTube does it for you too, and I've used different things and tools to uh, you know even transcribe my podcast. So you guys should be able to find that. Um, my friend Ismael Macho um, from Puerto Rico. We can't see his face on here, unfortunately, because of the whole StreamYard thing. But he says he has an old magazine and newspaper that is from the 80s. He would like to republish. I, I don't know exactly what that means, but can you can you maybe talk about magazine and newspaper publishing? Is that in your wheelhouse? I don't do magazine and newspaper publishing, just books. But he can turn those he can turn those into a book. You know, so depending on like if they're the same theme. So what I would do is I would recommend like going through the, you know, the newspaper articles and, and the magazine articles and figuring out what kind of theme are these running through. And maybe not all of them would fit, would be republishable, but then go and um, see if there's a way that you can thread them together to create a book out of it. So that way you have a book to sell. That's what I would recommend. Awesome. Well, and I will say, um, I know even starting out with a compilation project with you is very, very, very affordable, you know, mm -hmm. so if even they wanted to do that, that's something to keep in the back of your mind. I, I do want to talk about budget, but let's let's go to the questions first. Um, so Elizabeth asks, does this apply to graphic books and or with Oracle cards? Is that an available option? Her book is an oracular style with a set format per chapter and will feature her artwork with an Oracle deck. That's an interesting question because I don't really know, like when you're referring to with Oracle cards, I don't really understand the question fully. So I have so, Oracle cards right here. I'm just going to, okay. so just as an example, I'm going to assume. Thanks, Elizabeth. So here's, here's a, a Oracle card deck. So that goes with a book. So each card oh. and, and Elizabeth, please let me know if I'm way off base. So I'm just intuiting this. Okay. So each card has a reading or a, a meaning and inside of the book, you've got to read it in order to connect the dots with why did you pull this card? This is what the sign is for you today. Okay. So let's see. So when, when you're asking the question is, does this apply? Does this also apply to graphic books with Oracle cards? I'm not sure if you mean, does the uh, writing of the book apply to that or exactly what the question is? Yeah, Elizabeth, um, maybe if you can, if you can um, clarify, I hope you're still here. Okay. She says that what I just showed you, Linda, the Oracle card deck comes with a, a mini book. It's like a little booklet, mm -hmm. right? And they usually are over a hundred pages, by the way, they're just more like handheld size. Um, okay. But she says her book is more complex. I would say, Elizabeth, talk to Linda. Yeah. Separately, reach out to her um, as well. Uh, I think that would be uh, probably good. Any any other thoughts on that, Linda? Yeah, definitely. Because I, I don't want to answer a question that's not the question. 
because um, I, I don't really know exactly what the question is and how that would apply. So let's hop on a call. Yeah. And just, you know, I don't do like sales calls. I'm not going to get on a call and sell at you. You know, I want to hear, you know, what you're doing and how I might be able to to help you. And if so, then I'll I'll let you know how I can help for sure or guide you in the right direction of somebody else that can help. Here's her other question. She's asking, will it be possible to publish on a, reg a regular size book with Oracle cards? Can Oracle cards be printed via this website? I'm not sure which website if she's talking about Ingram or um, again, that might be a really good thing to just just connect with Linda. She's inside my Healthy and Wealthy and Wise group. And this is just a little PSA public service announcement. Most of you who are on this live are inside of my Healthy and Wealthy and Wise community. So is Linda. So are my next um, three guest speakers this month. So come in. The water is warm. A lot of like-minded health experts, wealth experts, and wisdom experts. So, so just go to healthyandwealthyandwise.com or loiskofi.com, and you'll be able to find how to find this group on Facebook and join. We also have a shout out. Uh, she did clarify. It was Ingram. So I think, again, if yeah, you have anything else. Let's hop on a call because yours is very specific, Elizabeth, because um, you know, for me to be able to talk about more general is easier. But since yours is very specific and complex, I want to make sure that I can help you the best that I can. So we'll definitely, I'll, I'll see this inside of the Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise group. And I'll go ahead and just, you know, send you a private message with a link to my calendar. Let's get on a calendar. You know, let's, let's get on a call and see how I can help you. Awesome. And um, just want to give a shout out. I'm not going to read your whole message. Joanne Weiland um, would love to connect with you as well. And uh, she's my friend inside of uh, this space. And I believe she's tuning in on my fan page. You can also watch this from my fan page. I know we're running out of time, man. This just flies by fast. Yeah. You said you had a gift for everyone. Can you share with us what it is again and how they can redeem that gift? Yes, definitely. Thanks, Lois, for having me. It's been awesome. As always, um, before I share my free gift, I just want to share with you that we have a goal. Um, the Action Takers Publishing just officially launched two months ago, and we're already getting ready to publish our first book. So that's exciting. But we have a, a goal of publishing 25 books in 2022. That means two books a month at least, right? And so you know, I'm really looking forward to seeing what 2022 holds for us. We have a lot of people who are interested in, in working with us. So I'm super excited about that. Uh, what I have to share today is a free copy, free download of my book, The Year of Fears. It's the seven most important lessons that I learned that will save you time and money. And that book is endorsed by Mr. Les Brown, Mr. Motivational Speaker Les Brown himself. So if you would like a copy of that, just go to theyearoffears.com and download a copy of it today. It's available for you. Yeah, I'll write that down. I'll put that in the show notes, guys. Both the ingramspark.com and theyearoffears.com will also be in the show notes. So I have one more question for you, Linda. So don't go away. Just as a reminder for those of you who are just joining us, hit the share button with this powerful message because I know a lot of people are looking at their health and wealth and wisdom goals or even their sales generating, lead generating conversation goals and writing a book. Uh, maybe I'll be two of your 25, Linda. We'll talk yes. about that later. Yeah. I also want to invite you guys really quickly. Uh, my last event of the year that isn't podcast related is a free online networking event, December 16th at 3 p.m. Pacific. Actually, Linda kicked off the year with my online AGC networking events. So I'm gonna be the guest speaker. I'm gonna be talking about how to get more done in 2022 than the average human. 
with the 12 week gear concepts. Again, it's free. And then you get to network with a bunch of other like minded people. So I will be live streaming that inside of this group. But if you want to be a part of the networking component, you got to register. Um, so shoot me a message if you want that information. I'll also put that information in the show notes so you know how to register. So you can meet people from all over the world and possibly find a business partner, find a client, find a referral partner, find a new friend and grow your network. Because I know that's how Linda and I met in person back yep. in the day. Um, and here we are still two and a half years later um, helping each other with quality referrals introductions, and of course, just good old fashioned fun. <laughs> so as we close this out, my last question to all my guests, and you, sh I don't know if you remember this question, Linda, um, and if you'll, maybe you're a different person now, right? Because this is how many months uh, later, but I always close with the same question. When you hear the phrase healthy and wealthy and wise, Linda, what does it mean for you? Well, I really look more right now, especially at the wise part, because I'm not the healthiest I've been <laughs> ever. Um, and then the, the wealthy part, I, I, what I love about that is that wealth comes in many different ways and everybody has their own definition of wealth. And for me, I am one of the most wealthy people on the planet because I finally learned who I am and then mm. stepping up as myself, you know, and you talked about the authenticity. And so you're living my life authentically is very important to me. And that's what I think about when I think about healthy, wealthy and wise. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much. Um, and, and, and just to encourage you and everyone, you know, it's not about arriving at your best health and your best wealth and your best wisdom and, and being perfect, right? We are all on a journey um, in this together and, and supporting in one another through this thing called life. So please invite your friends and connections and family and colleagues and clients to join this community, Healthy and Wealthy and Wise, so that they can not only hear this episode, but future episodes. Um, next week, I'm actually really excited. Uh, we have my newfound friend, I call her my newfound pandemic friend, um, Mary Jenkins. She's a two-time cancer survivor, and she's got an amazing passion for helping women um, live their best life. So tune in next Friday, same time, same channel. Invite all your friends who are looking for you know, encouragement. There's a lot of people struggling with health challenges right now. And so when you can ever hear a story about overcoming cancer, and she's got a very, very, very vulnerable, powerful message to share with us. Um, you know, you could really change someone's life just with that one message, that one story like Linda was talking about today. So thanks, guys, for tuning in, tuning out. Hit the share button. And again, until next time, here's to your best health, your best wealth, and your best wisdom. Bye-bye for now. You. Thanks, Linda. Hey, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this please subscribe, refer a friend, and please drop me a rating or a review. If you do that, I'll reward you with a free 20-minute free coaching session on crafting your journey to your best self. Reach out to me at lois at loiskofi.com to claim your 20-minute slot. Until next time, be healthy, wealthy, and wise. <laughs>